From Calvary Church of Santa Ana, this is the Calvary Life Podcast, the show where we share stories, laugh together, and have discussions about faith, life, and God with people from Calvary Church. Here are your hosts, Eric and Matt. Welcome to the Calvary Life Podcast. This is Eric Wakeling and Matt Doan. Yes, yes. Happy Monday as we're recording this. Yeah, we're kind of a able to be on a normal schedule right we haven't done this in a while so it's (laughs) good to be back on just our typical schedule that's right i gotta give a quick shout out to uh you hear this wonderful voice introduce the podcast every week oh yes that's uh our own staff member uh natalie comstock and i don't think we've said it on the pod yet but i met her and her husband neil's son yesterday yes it was amazing yeah that's so awesome i was like trying to like get out of certain conversations just so I could like run before they left because I wanted to be able to see the baby. So yeah, so congrats to them. Yes. First time parents, super exciting. And we have another since, well, I guess we, it's happened since we recorded last week. Oh yeah. But uh, Robert Carter and his wife, Rachel uh, also had a son. That's right. In this last week. Regular podcast guest. Yeah. You know, (laughs) on a rotation of sorts. Right. Uh, Yeah, I know. Super exciting. So So the next generation of Calvary is on the scene. That's right. And our connections ministry is, (laughs) has no people. (laughs) Because if you don't know, that's like Robert and Natalie kind of do run a lot of that stuff. Right. Like the lobby and kind of guests and uh, welcoming people and stuff like that. So it's funny. Yeah, Yeah, totally. But we got a great team coming together. So yeah, exciting for the babies. So lots of babies coming here around Calvary Church. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Uh, um, Yeah, I've been, uh, I I was processing some, like a potential uh, big decision in my life I wanted to run by you. Okay. Um, I'm thinking, so I don't know if you know this. I was thinking about this on July 1st, Uh because July 1st is a special day. I don't know if you know what day July 1st is in the world. Uh, July 1st is a holiday. July 1st? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's our friends to the north. <laughs> is this uh, is something to do with Canada? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Canada Day, uh-huh. July 1st. Uh-huh. And uh, I am I was looking on July 1st oh, no. online into... Oh, no. I already know what you're going to say. ...what the process would be yes. for me to gain an additional citizenship. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Dual citizenship. Yeah. Wakeling. Yeah. You spent your entire life distancing yourself from your Canadian roots and yeah. now you want to go back to them. Yeah. I'm thinking about it. Hey. Yeah. Take off. Eh? <laughs> uh, yeah. Thinking about it because, uh, yeah, you can do it. So it's like basically, really, if you are a child of uh-huh. born citizens of Canada, okay, that even if you were born somewhere else and even if they, became a citizen because my both my parents became citizens of the united states right but they were both born in canada uh-huh so i get i can become a canadian citizen if i want to yeah and i just thought you know why not just kind of keep my options open? <laughs> just in case things go really <laughs> south no pun intended uh here yeah. in the states you have some other I, options i do a lot of global travel you know sometimes <laughs> like there's certain countries that don't like americans well yeah i've been in a few countries yeah. that were like you know, it would, would have been almost advantageous to like yeah. be from Canada. Yeah, you show them the Canadian passport. They're like, "Oh, this guy's just nice. <laughs> he <laughs> just <laughs> likes maple syrup." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. Do you, wow. any, do you have any thoughts on that? Do you well, think, do you think that's being traitorous in some way? <laughs> I mean, you're honoring the roots of your family. I'm a big honor of mm. of those type of root mm-hmm. type things, but uh, 
I'm just wondering actually what the benefits would be. <laughs> like all of a sudden you have to pay taxes in Canada or no, 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 no taxes. Okay. Only if you're a resident, you okay. have to pay taxes there. Yeah. I'm trying just to think yeah. pros and cons of doing this. Now, paperwork potential, is a con. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Filling out a bunch of paperwork. It's true. Having to memorize like some anthem or something. Oh, I know. oh Canada. Yeah. How lovely is your leaves? Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> I've been to enough hockey games that I've got this song down. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm wondering, too, if there's any Olympic sports, winter or summer, Ooh. that if you were a Canadian citizen, you might be able to participate. Like, maybe there's a loophole. Like the surf team or something. Yes. Like, do they have a good surf? Do they yes. have an Olympic surf There team? actually is. Surf, surfing <laughs> yeah. is now in I know. Uh, the Summer Olympics. I'm so bad. I don't. I wonder what the threshold is. Of it like, doesn't matter you if know, you're like, one of the best three in Canada. Yeah, that's true. But you know some sports where it's like, they probably couldn't do this in this sport, but some sports it's like... You have to meet a certain time in the, in the hundred yard. Yeah, down, that's true. Hundred yard run or whatever. Right. <laughs> but every year, I feel like there's like some swimmer that's from the United States that's like representing like Turks yeah. and Caicos. Yeah, and He's they're like in the finals with Michael behind. Phelps or something. <laughs> and they're just swimming alone for ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> that could be you. Uh, that would be my dream. So maybe there is some sort of crazy summer triathlon. Sport. Yeah, no, I don't I'm... think anyone in Canada has triathlons. <laughs> Too cold. <laughs> I think they actually have some like pretty incredible triathletes. Oh, but yeah, so that's right. that's that's out for sure. Okay, um, I'm in on this. I, I when you first said it, I was slightly amused, annoyed, yeah. and now I've just moved quickly to let's do this. Do they still do the rhythmic gymnastics? <laughs> Like the the ribbons, yeah, the ribbon twirling, and like the one where they no, like throw bet, a ball up in the air and kind of jump around it. I bet Canada's got a bunch it. of those. Oh, Canada, think, yeah. yeah, they're loaded with rhythmic gymnastics people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's one thing I've been thinking about. Wow, I don't know anything okay. you've been kind of I, been on your mind lately? I appreciate insight into your mind and world. Yeah, I haven't done it yet, and this is no like, oh, you know, forget America. That's it's not like from no, that no, kind of vibe. we hear you. It's just keep, you know, it's just why not, right? <laughs> I have. I actually have something to confess right now. Oh. My grandfather is Canadian. Oh! So I wonder how far do you have to go back? You you have to have your parent. Parent. Parent okay. born there. Okay, that I'm out. Okay, you're out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've been reading the fine print. Okay. <laughs> but really, you've got a grandparent born born in Canada. Yeah. What part? Uh. Oh boy. I don't know. At Vancouver area. Oh, okay, there you go. Because he. He lived in Seattle most of his life, but was oh, okay. born in Canada. Oh yeah, see, yeah, see, you knew. You got nervous though. <laughs> well, I was. I went to a specific city, and then I was like, I don't know what city. Oh but, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like I always tell people Vancouver, but my family was from like an area called Newestminster that like no one's heard of. What if we're related? We should do like one of those like Ooh, yeah, twenty three and Me things. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be You're awesome. My second cousin. That'd be so awesome. Uh, Right. Uh, what am I thinking about? Okay. Um, if you want to dive into my head and world. Yeah, sure, sure. Something I've been contemplating in the last few days <laughs> is they've just repaved Santa Clara Avenue here in the beautiful city of Santa Ana. Okay. And I take that route probably four times a day from my house yep. in Santa Ana to church and other places. And <laughs> as they've repaved uh, the the street, they've put a new thing in the crosswalk rather than just two vertical lines yeah they've now doing the uh stripes across 
So it's like European. Oh, with the diagonal stripes yes. in between the yes. two lines. So think like Beatles crossing Abbey yeah. Road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the vertical stripes. Interesting. Now that's on Santa Clara. And I'm I've confused been... about the vertical part where you keep saying vertical. <laughs> Is it going up into the sky? It's diagonal stripes. <laughs> 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 so like I've just been thinking about this. Like it's brilliant. Like you can see the crosswalk oh, yeah, yeah. way more. Yeah. You're more aware of it. Yeah. Uh, when you're walking through the crosswalk, you're just able to like, okay, this is exactly where I go. You feel safer. So why haven't they adopted this throughout <laughs> Santa Ana and throughout the greater Los Angeles area? Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> I, I agree. Okay, so Matt, you are becoming you're like I'm becoming more Canadian. You're becoming more European. <laughs> yes, uh, I'm, I'm with. That's I'm it. with you, man. That's wow, it. You're just a globalist. So let's start a campaign. <laughs> get Eric a citizenship, and then yeah. Make uh, diagonal crosswalks. Yep. I just want to go the opposite direction of <laughs> the other Calvary staff. So like Ron, Christian, yes. they became Americans. Yes. All, all go become Canadian. Have we verified that though, actually? It's Christian. Uh, I think he actually, yeah, does have a passport. I think we've okay, seen okay. his, I think we've seen this. Oh yeah. He mentioned that in the podcast. Yeah. He's got, he's got <laughs> double passports like Jason Bourne yeah, yeah. style. Yeah, he might even like have like a Chinese passport. Oh no, that's true because he lived in China. Although I, I doubt that. I think that's probably a little harder to get. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So okay, cool crosswalks. I like that. I like that. I like that you had that. Um, I've also been thinking. I want people to Google something right now. Okay. okay? I want you to Google a word called via ferrata. Okay. Via ferrata. You, you, Is it an Italian actress? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just it's an actress I'm really into. No, via V I A Ferrata F E R R A T A. Oh no, is this going to be Formula One? No, 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 no. This is not. I promise. This is so. I'm going to be spending a few days in Switzerland after my trip to Germany for Greater Europe mission. Uh huh. And there's this hike called the Via Ferrata. Oh, it's yeah. a style of hiking <laughs> that is. There's one in a place called Morin. Murin, M-U-R-R-E-N, <gasps> that I'm thinking about doing, and it's like all along a Don't, giant this cliff scary. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do this. <laughs> and you like you wear a harness, and you what? have you have two little like straps that come off that with two carabiners, and then you attach those to a cable. As you walk Bro. on these like staples in the side of a rock. Okay, don't just Google this. Google image it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Image it. And the Morin one especially. Like the that's the one I'm thinking of doing. Oh, it's a hard pass for me. This is this is scary. It's literally like like a thousand feet up. Like multiple. Like it's crazy how high it You're is. You're actually thinking about doing this? Yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking about you can do it without a guide at all. You can just what? go rent the stuff and go do it. And I think I actually have enough. What? Like kind of just experience. Wouldn't it like kind of swing it. back and forth? Like it's looking here like little tiny steps. Yeah, there's little tiny like staples, like steps that are like these iron staples into the rock wall. Yeah. There's those tiny steps. And then there's parts where you actually go across like little, like where you have to walk across a cable. <laughs> and then there's parts where you walk across like a kind of a little like a, a bridge, that, but it sways. Like literally over thousands of feet high. Guys, I I'm feeling... Just yeah. an anxious just looking at this. This is scary. Yeah, so I think, you know, I'm thinking about doing this like August wow. uh, 5th or 6th, 4th, 5th, 6th, somewhere in that range. Okay. So just kind of, you know. <laughs> say some prayers. Yeah, say some extra prayers. You know what? That's right Check Right before 810 day. 
I know. A10 Day is coming, baby. We're going to start talking about it soon, but I feel like BBS is kind of maybe a bigger deal. Sure. <laughs> wow. This is, I've never heard of this in my life. I've never wanted to do this in my life. I still don't want to do this in my life. So I literally hiked. This is like the area last summer where I hiked and uh-huh. these like epic experiences with God uh-huh. was just above this like crazy cliff. Yeah. And had these awesome times wow. up there. I didn't even really realize this thing existed. So yeah. I'm thinking about doing it. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, if you haven't, if you, I highly encourage you to Google this, just to check it out. Look <laughs> at the pictures. Ferrata. Yeah. Via Ferrata. In, wow. In Morin above Lauterbrunn in Switzerland. Gee. I know. So anyway, I'm thinking about, I might be too scared. We'll see. Yeah, it would be one of those things where, like, you get strapped in, and you're like, Ugh. Yeah. You can do it with a guide, like, your first time with a guide, it says. Okay. It costs, like, but that costs, like, 150 bucks, it yeah. says. And you can rent this stuff for, like, 20 bucks. Well, I just Googled. It says, <laughs> Via Ferrata for beginners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there is there is a possibility to do it without a guide. Yeah, yeah. No, it's totally. It's free, too. Like, you just walk out. I mean, you have to rent the stuff, but you can just go out there and do this little deal. Do this deal. Yeah, I, so anyway. I was once, our students are at Hume right now. Me praying oh, for yeah. them as well. And um, I was once on the ropes course at Hume Lake as a counselor. So I'm mm-hmm. an adult at this point. And I'm on the high ropes course. And one of the guides, <laughs> like they call them like hags or something. Uh, <laughs> one of the guides up there, like it's college students, like, uh, uh, hey, 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 you're not strapped in. Oh, and I had no, like dude. unhooked my carabiner. Oh. And you have to hook it to the next yeah, line. Yeah, see the double carabiner thing. But yeah. I had... <laughs> and my nervousness had unhooked yes. as I'm going to the next one. So I was completely not connected right. for That's... like five seconds. And he saw it and he's like, dude, get that in. I was like, oh, oh my goodness. So I'm afraid I would do something like that. See, on the... that's the fear. That's the fear. Because you could be standing on a staple 3,000 feet up in the sky. Yeah. And then just you got to make sure you just single. Or what if it's windy? Single carabiner. I know. I know. All right. And when I went to like check a YouTube video too, I, I typed in via Ferrata. Uh-huh. I went to find this video. And then, you know how it like auto fills like different like <laughs> options that you could click. Right. And it just said accidents, deaths, whatever. <laughs> like, and I was like, ah, no, I don't want that. <laughs> we laugh. But then uh, I clicked and there weren't there actually. It was like, oh, people are typing that in because yeah, they're worried that, about but it. But that wasn't yeah. like a thing. Yeah. Well, let me ask you a question. We did Half Dome with a bunch of guys here at Calvary. Yeah, yeah. Like, boy, like, 12 years ago kind of a via ferrata was that scary to you to go up those cables uh i mean it was a little bit scary it's mostly scary because people were we were in line yeah and it was like you had to wait mm-hmm. and i didn't like just being stuck waiting and not moving like if i can yeah. keep moving can i'm just fine not think about it yeah. just get in the yeah. rhythm yeah but i was looking around and then this guy like five feet in front of me we're halfway up the that scary cables part of half yeah. dome and this guy, like a, a few people in front of me, his hat falls off. Yeah. And it does this like slow motion, like, yeah. and then it like, you know, like in a movie when something's like flipping, like, or blowing away, like slow motion. And then it like speeds up again. And yeah. Then, like, that's what it looked like. And then it just fell off this giant cliff. I watched the same thing. Oh, you remember this? Yes. Yes, dude. That freaked me out. Yes. <laughs> it was, <laughs> it I was became like, very real yeah. at that point. Like, that could be me. That could be me. We were probably right next to each other. I can't remember who I was next to. <laughs> <laughs> anyway all right, right. well much yeah, respect so, if you do that but yeah. also you don't have to i know, don't I know. Do it. i'll think about it but uh yeah the kids are the youths are up at hume lake yeah heard so, they all made it safely yes last night which is great yeah excited for them to have a good week yeah this we week. Have a great group of counselors and i just 
such respect to our, our volunteer adult leaders who give up a week of work mm-hmm. or life to go and serve and, and help students meet with Jesus. So living in kind of basic <laughs> cabins. I mean, we've both yeah, done it, right? Yeah, we have, yep. And lawn hours, lawn days, but, but uh, ultimately a, it's worth yeah, it. So kind of these people to, to do that just yeah. as a week, often have to take their own vacation yeah. time yeah. or whatever they, you know, or they're college students. And yeah. uh, I would say, and we've said this before, but I would say a week of camp is equivalent to six months of discipleship. Like so much can happen yeah, totally. in those six days you know, in comparison to like six months. So it's like, it's so worth it to send your students there, to volunteer, to be there. But yeah, it's a lot too. Those guys come home tired. Yep. Agreed. All right. So let's get into our kind of prime topic for today, which is go fish. Yep. And uh, it is discipleship. So speaking of that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You just six months of just, just, just basically just saying, <laughs> just go to Hume, just go to Hume. <laughs> That's the whole series is we're yeah. just going to family camp at Hume, right. uh, um, <sighs> church family camp. Um, but yeah, so started a new series. Mm-hmm. I have hiccups all of a sudden. I don't know. How, I've never had hiccups doing a podcast before. I don't think this, this could should be, be fun. I was like, I was listening to a podcast uh, last week and the host went, I was like, oh, wow, that's, that's I know. Do we have a, we have a mute button on here, right? Yeah, Let's I just mean, mute you for a little bit and I'll, until it goes away. No, I think it's okay. I think it's no, okay. no, no, we don't trust you. Mute yourself. Thank you. All right. Okay. This is what I've been dreaming for my whole life. Just to have uninterrupted time on the microphone with the podcast. Eric's talking. No one can hear right now. So we talked about go fish. Uh, <laughs> All right, I'm back. All right, good, good. But yeah, Matthew yep. chapter four. Yep, nineteen's what we're basing this on. That's right. And uh, that was a great kickoff overview. We talk about come receive Christ. Mm-hmm. The first part of <laughs> being a disciple. That's right. Is actually believing, placing your faith in Jesus, mm-hmm. and then um, and then out of that follow. Right. That's right. Yeah, so, yeah, excited for this whole thing, three-week series. This first part, come follow me. Second part, I will make you. That's the power of God that does the making. And then the third part, fishers of people. So that's what he is making us into, is that we are fishers of people. Um, and I think, uh, you, did you like my fishing story, by the way? Yeah, I need more details, though. There was, like, sadly lacking some well, details. It was already, like, I was, when I was practicing, I'm like, this is already going, like, four <laughs> minutes long okay, I have a bunch of questions, okay, good, uh, and good, I'm, good. Exci- I'm excited we have this format to ask them in. <laughs> so it's you and your brother. How old are you again? Like 12, 13, something like that. Okay, so your parents are like, yeah, you can go hiking for two days with your brother. Oh, I was like, he's like 22. It be like five days. Like, it was, yeah. Right. Yeah. And I, where was no, this? No, he was like 32. He's 20 years older than me, so if oh, I was yeah, 12, yeah. he's yeah. like 32. Okay, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then where was this? This was Yosemite backcountry. Wow. So, yeah. And you packed tents on you. Oh, yeah. Fishing pole, fly fishing poles. Yep, yep. All the food that you needed. Yep. And you just hike for two days. Yeah, I mean, we were going to be gone for, like, five. Right. Yeah, so, yeah, we had, yeah, something like that, so. And then you just, like, just three days out, three days back. Do you see other people when you're out there? Like, I've just never done oh, this. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, so, like, like you've never done, like, real backpacking. No. Okay, so, yeah, like, uh, I mean, I was a little, you know, Eagle Scout, wiggling. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is kind of my world when I was younger, especially. So, yeah, we, we did trips to um, Glacier National Park in Montana. Wow, just we you did, your bro. Yeah, and often and his wife too. Yeah, um, but yeah, and we would just go out and backpack multiple days out. And yeah, 
um, yeah, we would fly fish almost all the time while we were out there. But First like, of all, how cool that your brother would like take time to I know, invest it, in you in that way. I know. I was thinking about that. It actually mm-hmm. is really cool. It's really cool. So, I mean, when I was just like kind of a punk kid, probably. Sure, yeah. <laughs> so Okay, so you'd go out for... And then you just find a place like, okay, this looks good. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, dude. Yeah, you just go out and find a place. There's like trail. Like a sign campsite, like number 73. No, 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 not like that. But there are spots where it's like, oh, these are, there's certain spots where you just like kind of go anywhere. Yeah. But like, then there's other spots where there's like a, it's like by a lake, there's kind of like a area that you camp. Yeah. But it's not like reservations or something right you know and, and some do but yeah so and then it's like trails we're not just like randomly walking in the middle of sure. nowhere okay yeah. so then in your sunday story you made it casually seem like you're laying against these rocks and these bears just pop out and you're like oh there's some bears oh, come yeah. on man they, no no we weren't scared like bears are cool you're not scared there's bears like <laughs> feet from you <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't know why i don't understand like for some reason like i i should maybe i should be more afraid of bears but those kind of bears, which actually now at this stage of my life, since I haven't been doing this kind of stuff, I think they're just black bears or brown, or brown <laughs> right, bears. Brown bears. Uh, brown bears, not like grizzly bears or something scary. Sure. Not like a polar bear or grizzly bear. That's like right. scary. But yeah, these bears were chill. Uh-huh. And they just looked at us and then they like kind of slunk back to their little hiding spots and then they stole all our stuff. So did you hear them <laughs> of the night just rummaging through your stuff? I didn't. I just woke up and it was just, Whoa. I don't think any of us heard it. We just like woke up in the morning. So they must've been pretty stealth. I know. Cause I don't understand like how that happened, but yeah, yeah. They also were pretty tired. We're, you know, we've been walking all, <laughs> yeah. hiking all day for a couple days and uh, yeah, I don't know. We woke up and it was all gone. Dang. So, Not just like eaten gone. Yeah. Like literally gone. Like I think they drug the stuff like far away because yeah. it's like you've put it all in a stuff sack, uh-huh. and you take a rope and kind of hang it up and over a branch, and you try to tie it tie it off like at a different spot and high, and it's like you try to not have it attached to the tree, so it's not too like the bag not on the tree, so they can't just climb the tree and get it. You know? Do you but, think there was a better way to do that? Uh, I mean, maybe. I mean, like back then, I don't know. My brother just did it. Plus, like we did, like like I'm saying, we did. So many nights out in the, you know, whatever, like tons and tons of different nights out. And that was how we always did it. <laughs> so then literally at that point, all your food is gone uh-huh. and you're two days away from main yeah, camp. Car. Yeah, 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 exactly. So at that point, fishing becomes like, oh, if we want to eat today, we have to catch a fish. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so that was kind of fun, actually, to me. Like, I was kind of excited. Like, really? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I was nervous about not having food or whatever, sure. but, um, yeah, it just felt like the adventure began uh-huh. at some point, you uh-huh. know, did you think your brother felt like that too? Or was he more freaking out? I think, I think he, I think they were a little more nervous cause they also felt like this need to take care of me. Sure. And I was probably pretty like naively just like, yeah, dude, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and they're kind of like, Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> I got to, you know, got to get this kid home to mom and dad. Right. (laughs) And so did you catch enough fish then to like, yeah, but they were all small. They were all super small. (laughs) But like, like I said, normally how you would throw the small ones. Sure. We're just like eating all the small ones. (laughs) Like sushi, like just. No, 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 no. We would fry it. So we made a fire, fried the fish. Like we got them or whatever, you know, clean them out. And then, um, yeah, just like fry the fish whole though. And just like eat the meat off the bones. Wow. And then we would like carried, we carried a bunch of like little fish mm-hmm. whole and like carried it with us mm-hmm. like to eat like at night or the next wow. morning or whatever the next day. 
So I mean, that's true wilderness. I mean, you're Bear Grylls. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. You could survive on an island <laughs> off of Washington in yeah. uh, one of those survival yeah. uh, reality TV shows. But yeah, that, that was a great analogy to start us off because it was like the idea of like, oh, we're fishing for fun. Like, this mm-hmm. is kind of nice. And then it became like, oh, we're fishing because we need to mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and kind of making the connection of like, what type of fisherman are you when it comes yeah. to evangelism discipleship? Are you just, ah, yeah. It's kind of nice. Yeah, or does it feel like something that burns within your bones? That's right. That's right. So, yeah, it's hoping that we can shift to having that more of a mindset. I know even for myself, I need to yeah. keep having more of that kind of mindset. And I've been even trying to pray for that mm. more lately. Just like, Lord, please keep opening up these kind of opportunities. Give me boldness mm-hmm. when they come. Mm-hmm. Let me see when maybe opportunities that I wouldn't have normally recognized as an opportunity. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, just trying to trying to just like be more open to that yeah yeah because i think i'm i'm pretty strong on the ongoing discipleship side and and weaker on the evangelism side can i throw out a hot take that i'm not even sure i believe but i i want to get your thoughts on it too Okay. okay um so i think the generations above us particularly like the world war ii generation Uh and then the boomers um kind of the same thing in some ways but uh evangelism was very was very drilled into that generation. Yes. And so that's when Billy Graham rose to prominence. Yes. Obviously, he's not the first evangelist, but he became yeah. someone that obviously we all Most know. Famous the Crusades, ever. the large gathering Crusades. Okay. There was things like um, Campus Crusade mm-hmm. and kind of the more the confrontational. And I don't mean that in a bad way, but For just spiritual like. spiritual laws. Yeah, like I'm going to go up cold to somebody and mm-hmm. I'm going to share what I believe and ask mm-hmm. what they believe. Um, navigators, you know, memorize scripture and then share that with people. Mm-hmm. and. So there's kind of this sense that that's what our parents, grandparents generation did. It felt like maybe, and I'll just say our generation, my generation, sort of pushed back a little bit on that and was like, uh, it's Mm -hmm. about relationship. We got to build the relationship. Yeah. So we moved into more of a discipleship model um, where the previous generation was an evangelism kind of emphasis. Yeah. And, And there's, they're both not. Bad. I mean, they're both good, yep. but how do we keep those balanced? So potentially older generations, okay, discipleship wasn't <laughs> like thought through as much. Yeah. And potentially for us, it's evangelism is not thought through as much. Thoughts on that? You agree? It seems I, like it's a pretty safe take or what? I actually think it's a really safe take. I actually think that's spot on. So I, th- I think that's really well said. Uh, I think also, um, yeah, not like not against any of that, just to add to it a little bit. I think the older generation like the the boomers and above were are really good at formal highly formal models of discipleship Uh so especially for new believers so like especially like kind of like the titus 2 7 the navigators the 2 7 stuff yeah so and those are just resources that we're mentioning if you don't know what those Mm -hmm. those mean um and that are like very sort of like formal like you go through a book that's got homework Mm -hmm. and it has verses to memorize and you meet for eight to 12 weeks and they might have multiple books that have eight weeks or something like that. Right. right. And, uh, so that kind of very formal discipleship is like a model that they're more comfortable with. Yeah. And then I think there's like a, a less formal mm-hmm. sort of model that maybe, maybe younger generations are, are more comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we're Gen Xers. So we kind of like just hate everything, and every, <laughs> just you in know, the middle, and everyone right. in the middle. Yeah. yeah. True. True. <laughs> but no, well, I think um, part of even <laughs> what the previous generations had in both an advantage and it was a difficulty mm-hmm. was that they were speaking to a, I'd say a Christian worldview. Mm-hmm. So even if someone rejected Christ, 
they still might even call themselves a Christian because they lived in the United States or they lived in the West. Or even in school, there might have been like, oh, here's the Ten Commandments. We have the Ten Commandments posted in our public school. And that's not weird or it's sort of just kind of how it is. Yeah. And so it seems like we both grew up mid-70s and beyond. It's like, okay, there was a definite shift Mm -hmm. to a post-Christian culture where we can't assume that anyone knows anything. Yeah. And actually, not that they don't even know anything, they're suspicious yeah. of anything that's organized religion. Yeah. And so the relational piece, it feels like intuitively needs to happen in order to build trust, mm-hmm. in order to understand where someone's coming from. You can't just assume someone knows the Ten Commandments, the books of the Bible, uh, even what we do at church, right? Right, right. Right, which like maybe has pros and cons, you know, both. Like, yeah, because sometimes people just think they're a Christian when they're not. Yeah, um, in that Christian culture, but it's like, man, you know, you see those sort of whether it's comments online or people you talk to, it's just like you believe this fairy tale, like that, yeah. kind of, that kind of right um, sort of mindset. Yeah, and and I think even part of like even why I said it's one of the, one of the things I was talking about. What are some of these things that you need to leave behind? Like the disciples mm-hmm. left their their nets and their boats and part of that is just this like leave behind this fear of standing out mm-hmm. or not fitting in. Cause yeah. I think like that's what I tend to see a lot. And what I sometimes even can feel a lot for myself yeah. is this like, well, if I start talking to you about Jesus, you're just going to instantly think I'm a freak mm-hmm. and, or, you know, and I know, especially like younger generations are like, that's private. They almost mm-hmm. think of it like, Oh no, that's like my private business. That's right. the, their religions, their private business. Yep, don't push that on me. Yeah. Let them just be on their own. Mm-hmm. But, um, but that all that needs to be, that needs to shift. Right. Um, no. yeah. In some ways almost to accept that we're countercultural no matter yeah. <laughs> how hard, uh, I think we try to, or we feel the pressure to fit in, yeah. um, or be just kind of quote unquote normal. Mm-hmm. Um, just, yeah, the fact that we are a follower of Jesus is going to feel abnormal no matter how we live. But that doesn't mean we have to live weird. Right. <laughs> or mean or right. like combative. Yeah. Because that's what I always get nervous with the like, <laughs> you know, oh, if they don't, you know, when you like, oh, if you don't experience persecution, yeah, then you're probably not living your faith like bold enough or right. whatever. But then you're like, also don't just be a jerk to people. And right. When they're when they're mad at you for it, think yeah. that's just like persecution. You know? I think no one can argue, no non-Christian can argue with holiness and humility. Yep. And, and so love. the idea yep. of like, okay, wow, that person is serious about what they believe yeah. and they're doing their best to live it out. And when they mess up, they're humble about it to admit it. And I yeah. think those are just attractive, winsome qualities in anyone, mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever they like, how they live. Yeah. Um, if they're set apart, they actually believe they live out what they believe and then they're humble to yeah. say, Ooh, I messed up. So, yeah. Yeah, um, that's good. I feel like even a skeptical world that looks one eyed at Christianity would be like, all right, well, I don't, I don't get them all the way, but Eric's Eric does. He is yeah. serious about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why we say like discipleship's learning to love like Jesus yeah. by giving away what we've received. Right. You know, so let's love like Jesus and Jesus was willing to speak some hard truths to some people. Yeah. Um, but the vast majority of the time it was expressions of compassion Yeah. and, uh, you know, cause you can go to the sort of the turning the tables or you can get him calling out the Pharisees. And there are times when he does call people out, Yeah. but 
it's like we need to look at the percentage of times he was yeah. doing that and who he was doing it to. Yeah, who he's doing it to was the insiders. Yeah, exactly. Was those that he would relate to almost yeah. like within the church. Exactly. <laughs> Not yeah. those that are far from God. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, but going back to you had referenced, you kind of joked about like, now, when I'm saying leave your nets, I'm not saying like back to those youth group uh, like methods where it says like burn all your CDs or your books. That kind of bombed. I but, was like hoping for more of a reaction on that one. I thought it was good, but uh, <laughs> okay, okay. but I lived in that generation yeah. too. So I had, and we've talked about this section on the pod before, yes. but I had the Columbia Records, yeah, like dude. 13 CDs for a penny. Yeah, it's the best. And then felt convicted when I was in college and... Got rid of them all. <laughs> what was the other one? Too? It was like BMG or it was like yeah, B, yeah. I think like, there was a competing one. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So you did you do the thing where you gave mm-hmm. away all your CDs? C- yeah, for like, sure. Like burn your books, burn right. your CDs or whatever. Right. <laughs> yeah, dude. I totally did that, and I was super bummed. I did that later. <laughs> <laughs> all your U two albums are just done. I know. I actually didn't give away my U two albums. Yeah, because they're Christian, um, right? But I remember even like stuff like the cranberries or yeah. whatever like you know like nothing cra- i'm not talking like some crazy stuff there were certain things it wasn't like my black sabbath albums <laughs> <laughs> or some like weird uh, stuff like that i have had stuff though as an adult that like someone's given me or something like that i'm like mm-hmm. eh, oh totally there's something about that like it i don't know like it just feel a little folklorish or something, and I'm like, uh-huh. I'm, I'm just gonna not like Taylor Swift album house. folklore. Yeah, <laughs> oh, is, that the, is that actually the name of Taylor Swift? Yes. That's funny. I didn't know that. <laughs> I did not know that. Okay, Swifties, come and get Matt Doan. Yeah, come after him. I was totally ignorant <laughs> on the name. Um, yeah, I remember I had this um, this album that I liked. I liked the music. This is back in college. It was this band called Tool, hmm. and then I like listened to it, and I just was like. This makes me feel dark. And then I listened mm-hmm. to words and I was like, oh, this is really bad. Mm-hmm. You know? And so I just was like, oh, I get like people, why people would really like this. Like it's kind of a hard, like a heavy metal mm-hmm. kind of band, kind of hard mm-hmm. to explain. But, um, but yeah. And then it was just like, no, this isn't, this is having a bad effect. Right. And if I listened to too much Nirvana, it would have like a negative effect. So mm-hmm. I kind of understood like where certain things, oh, yeah. this Music. isn't good. Right. Uh, so I'm not just saying, yeah, that's like. <laughs> You know, we should, but there was just this like wholesale movement where we had to give up all of our secular CDs and just listen to CCM. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which is like, has like, you know, two good options out of, you know, in my opinion, out of like the thousand bands. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Were you a big CCM guy? Oh, yeah. Okay. I I could see you being like the youth group kid into all the Christian bands. Petra. Michael W. Smith was just at the Harvest Crusade two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Were you excited about that? And yeah, I was pretty pumped. Did you go? I didn't go. We had just gotten back from our vacation. Although um, one of my kids went and uh, I'm like, Michael W. Smith was there and they didn't have a context. (laughs) They're like, oh, have they even heard like friends of friends forever or whatever? Oh, man. But but then, yeah, going into like leave your nets, that kind of thing. And there is like, and this is a good challenge from Sunday, but, um, you know, is he your leader? Is yeah. Jesus your leader? Are you following him? I gotta admit, I did think about you a little bit because it's like part of your little line. <laughs> it's like your little line that you give when you ask people to accept Christ. <laughs> is he the Lord leader of your is life? Is he the Lord leader of your life? And you say it the exact same way every single time. I do. I and do. So, I nail it. So then when I said Jesus is the leader, I was almost like, <laughs> I almost thought about changing the point. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm just kidding. But I did. no, but it's good because if you're a, if you're a follower, someone's a leader, right? Yeah, yeah. And we all struggle with yeah. following yes. instructions, people, bosses. Yeah, I have my own stories, as you know about that. <laughs> as my boss, um, 
But yeah, I mean, Jesus is worthy to lay down our lives yeah, for. He's absolutely. worthy to surrender, follow. And that's what I was even trying to say. Like, it's not me as the pastor of this church. It's not like yeah. some celebrity Christian figure. Right. It's not some politician. It's not, those aren't the leaders of your life. Mm-hmm. It's Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so make sure he is placed above all that other stuff. Good point. And that's why I think even a little side comment of just like misplaced allegiances. Yeah. That we just have to really be careful of like what we are most what we bow down to first, mm, right? And foremost, yeah. and we shouldn't really bow down to anything, anything else. Yeah. And that can get real complicated when it comes to things like country and whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not wrong to be patriotic. Or even I'm church. Not, yeah, yeah. Or church. Yeah. Or, or like I'm team, whatever, like, you know, mm-hmm. whatever thing is kind of like what you think is like right or the best. Yeah. And it's just like, keep Jesus first. Yeah. Keep Jesus first. He's the one you're following, right? Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, we're, we're just prone to that though. I think so just in, prone. I mean, look in the old Testament, they wanted a King mm-hmm. and that we've been like that ever since we just looking to other people to lead us. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. God. Exactly. Yeah. That's actually really interesting that that goes, you know, it goes Dude, back at least 3000 years. It's in our years. DNA. Yeah. It's in nature. Right. <laughs> and then you talked about um, discipleship evangelism, like we've kind of touched on. Um, but then you did reference like, Hey, who's discipling you? You mentioned people in your own life that have mm-hmm, done that. Mm-hmm. And I thought you gave a good, like, almost like caveat to that is that sometimes when you ask someone to disciple you or you disciple, it's not a lifetime. Mm-hmm. It can be for mm-hmm. a season. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be like, okay, I'm attached. Again, we're not following a, yeah. a human leader. Yeah. Um, but I'm just curious. I know you don't have time to do this yesterday, but um, oh, yeah, exactly. who are some people that poured into you? And maybe not even, I'm not even names, but like, how did they pour into you? How did they disciple you? Pouring such a Christian term, isn't it? Oh, I know. Just huh? loving on and pouring <laughs> into them. <laughs> <laughs> I know everyone knows I'm a hater on lo- lo- yeah. loving, loving on. Pouring phrase. into you is almost that right. Pouring, I know that's yeah. going to be on my version of yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. What I feel comfortable with. But yeah, I definitely had some people that, and again, these were people I'll go with the people that I asked to do this more because mm-hmm. that's kind of what I was referring to. Mm-hmm. Cause like, I definitely think my youth pastors growing up were, were that mm-hmm. for me, but that was kind of just like the structure I was placed in, you know? Yeah. And, and that was good. Uh, I remember in um, kind of college time, I asked this guy named Jeff Zippy mm-hmm. uh, to, he was a Bible teacher at, Capo Valley Christian School, hmm. which was the school that was like right next to where uh, my church was that I that I was going to and then worked at. And he had like he had spent time uh, at this at this thing called Labrie with Francis Schaefer. Yeah. Like he had went to that and like spent months and months there and just really I felt like had like kind of a cool outlook on on his faith. And I was curious about it. And so I just said, hey, could we just like meet up? Huh. And he's like and it was cool because he said to me. Yes, if you'll be serious about it and we meet like every, you know, two Whoa. weeks or whatever. It was like, I think every two weeks. Drop or the gauntlet. Like, yeah. yeah, it was like, and if you commit to doing this and like being in, but yeah. like, I don't want it to be like light or have light conversations. Like, Whoa. let's meet and have like, like good <laughs> talks. And I thought that was cool because yeah. it was like, okay. And then I came into it like, all right. Expectation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then... um uh, let's see, uh, obviously like Rob Lone, I've talked mm-hmm. about him a lot. He was another person that I'd asked yeah. to, to meet with. And we met for a long time, like together, really yeah. processing a lot of, I specifically needed at that time and wanted to process my 
earning God's love and favor. Right. Um, and I was struggling with like ministry and doing ministry as a way of earning God's sure. love and favor. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I was needing to process through that and it was really helpful. So now you that knew cool. that going into meeting with Rob or that kind of came out as you were talking. I, that was like, I, that was what I wanted to talk to him about. Okay. Yeah. So I knew that I didn't know what to do. Right. I was like very lost. <laughs> sure. <you know? laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so that was like super helpful. And right? then, okay, and so both just to like even really get down in the weeds. Yeah. So with Jeff Zippy and with Rob, <laughs> um, was that like sitting at a restaurant? Was that sitting in an office? Was it in three hours, eight yeah. hours, half hour? What did that look like that you remember? Yeah. So with Jeff, it was all like lunches, basically, mm-hmm. just like lunches. I don't know if there was ever a time that we didn't just like meet mm-hmm. for lunch. So. That was cool. I like having lunch. I like eating. <laughs> and it was like more it was than just, fish. It's a good time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, more than unseasoned fish. Um, it was yeah. So that was good. Um, and that's probably honestly like for me. I know a lot of people. We talk about more informal or kind of ways that th- things like that can happen. But for me, it's typically over like a lunch or coffee mm-hmm. or something is where yeah. that has taken place for me. Now, Rob, I did those with him, like lunches and coffees. But then after a while of doing that, he invited me into this thing that was like a, it was a lunch, but it was a group of like eight youth pastors or yeah. something like that. And we gathered together for a few years, this yeah. group of like eight youth pastors. And what we would do is we'd come together to some somebody's house and uh, then we would cook a meal together. Pretty unique. Yeah. And we'd for all have guys like a to role. be doing that. Yeah. yeah. And then he'd have a facilitated discussion by, mm-hmm. by Rob. Rob, by the way, he works for a group called Vantage Point 3, which mm-hmm. does sort of spiritual formation for Christian leaders. Um, he used to be a resident director and RD at Biola. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of how a lot of people got connected to him that that we know. Um, and so that that group of youth pastors, I called it like a youth pastor support group. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, so that was cool. Just to have this like facilitated, it was a small group, right? Mm-hmm. A facilitated discussion by a leader that kind of helped us talk through some of the stuff we were dealing with yeah. and introduced some spiritual practices into our lives that we, like I was pre, I'd like, I'd even never even heard of spiritual formation mm-hmm. or whatever. And that was like, that kind of stuff was being introduced. Right. So now. Yeah. But with Rob and Jeff too, is this like you talking 90% of the time, them listening? Is it them talking 80% of the time? Or what do you remember about that? That's a good question. I would say it was a conversation. I would huh. say it was back and forth, uh-huh. like pretty healthily back and forth. Right. Yeah. Um, I think so. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't, I definitely don't feel like, I mean, it probably was me talking a little bit more because it was like, it's like, it's not counseling per se, mm-hmm. but one person it. In a more formal setting like this, where one person has asked for that kind of help from another person, and it doesn't have to be something that y- you do, just as you, you could be anybody. It's not like a thing that you have to be some person that runs a spiritual formation ministry. Yeah. Um, but you can, um, one person's kind of like, I, ne- I need some help processing through this kind of a thing or whatever. So it's not counseling, but it kind of is in the way that one person's kind of working through like an issue or something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or wanting to learn more. So maybe you're kind of like talking it out, but then Mm -hmm. you're also wanting to hear like, okay, well I've seen this thing in you that feels like it's working at least to me. Yeah. And usually, (laughs) and then, so you want to hear how that works now, usually in all these processes as they go, I found you become much more peers than even, uh, 
disciple or dis- sure. disciple because you realize like we're all people with our own struggles own flaws yeah. And, yeah, yeah yeah for sure and that's what's cool about this is like what we're trying to say is like you have things that you're flawed in and you have mm-hmm. things that you're stronger in mm-hmm. and and that's fine and that's good and so like help people with your processes in both ways you yeah, know totally yeah. yeah i don't know how about for you have you had who are some of these people in yeah um High school had a a small group leader, kind of like the format we have here at Calvary, where like myself and like seven other guys were in that. And so I got to walk through my small group leader, went through a real tragic thing uh, Mm -hmm. in his life um, when I was a senior. And I got to be up close and personal. Mm -hmm. In some ways, it kind of shifted from him being the leader and us Mm -hmm. being the students to us like supporting him. It was, uh, I mean, without getting all the details, but his life, his wife just left him with no warning that he knew of. And so that was a really difficult thing, but I saw him cling to the Lord. Mm -hmm. I saw him um, surround himself with healthy community too. And so that was like a huge like lesson for me, obviously not wanting to ever go through anything like that, but just getting to see someone in crisis and how they respond. So Um, real quick, let me just interrupt here. Cause like I do, I think this is the perfect example of you were in a form quote unquote formal relationship with him as your leader. Right. But then this thing happened in his life where you were in proximity to him yeah. to just have it modeled to you in quote unquote informally right. of how he processed through that. Mm-hmm. And that's, that is discipleship. Yep. That was discipleship is probably way more even than all the little like lessons he yeah. taught you guys yeah. or whatever. Right. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah, and sorry, he had going. earned that right. And we had earned that right. <laughs> exactly. Based on a couple of years of being together. Yeah. But yeah. Then in college, a guy named Steve Clifford, who's a, a retired pastor now at a gateway church in San Jose. But uh, we met once a week, again, kind of formal. We would just go through the Gospels mm. together. We went mm-hmm. through, I think, Mark one summer. Um, but it was the stuff on the side, too. Not the word, God's word wasn't powerful, but it was the, oh, man, this is how I dealt with my child last night. Or this mm-hmm. is, you know, my wife and I have this conversation. So I was like soaking that in. Yeah. It was so good. And then, um, and then, yeah, throughout the years had formal and informal. I think it's helped me at times to have some questions that I've brought to those times. So I've, I was just sitting here thinking like, I want to bring that topic up. Huh, so yeah, go, yeah. keep going. Yeah. So it's like, Hey, I've just been thinking, you know, Marie and I, we're like a year married and I was meeting with a guy and I was like, Hey, how do you like, when you get home, do you tell your wife about everything that happened in ministry <laughs> or is that a burden to her? Yeah, or like yeah. just questions like that, yeah, that I good. would ask. It's really good. Um, I did though find after a while, sometimes <laughs> I would have questions almost to steer the conversation and I needed the Lord to kind of hmm. sometimes lead us. There's a balance there, sure. I guess, but to have something that you kind of want to bring to the table, I think could yep. be helpful for both you and the discipler. Yep. I had, I had, uh, I had Bob Shank had said, Hey, like just FYI, I'm like willing to like give you some time mm-hmm. as like a busy guy yeah. that was like gracious and so I was like, yes, I would love to do that. And so we were meeting together regularly. And that part part of the sort of the quote unquote rules of that were I had to come with like some prepared thoughts yeah. or questions. Yeah. And I think that was actually really good. And mm-hmm. I've kind of even used that with some other people like, hey, mm-hmm. yeah, they want to meet with me. I'm like, great. Just like come like I'm not going to do I'm not going to develop an agenda. Right. I want you to develop an agenda. Yeah. Where do you want to go with yeah, this? Where do you want to go with this? Because, exactly. yeah, we've met with people in yeah. that type of role. And they've just kind of maybe gone a direction that we're like, oh, we're not, mm-hmm, I'm not there mm-hmm. yet, or I'm not really interested. In that. Yeah, <laughs> so it does yeah. help to lead in that way. Yeah, for sure. I know too, on the other side, being a discipler, um, I've often waited too long. Like I've had lunch with guys. 
we spend 45 minutes talking about whatever mm-hmm. and then the last 10 minutes jamming in a bunch of yes. <laughs> like more weighty meaty conversation and over the years i've just learned like uh like obviously you want to catch up like, Hey, how you doing? Yeah. Did you see yeah. Otani last night? 32 <laughs> bombs. Amazing. Yeah. But kind of like, let's, yeah. let's be intentional. Let's get into this. That's good. That was like zippy, like Jeff Zippy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So exactly. Like that's where with him, it was like, okay, we'd have a couple just how's it going, but mm-hmm. even the house of goings, although we did, he was a big baseball guy. So I did talk <laughs> a, little bit about, a little bit about baseball with him. Yeah. He actually discipled me a little bit on my swing when I told him I was going to be on like playing softball here at Calgary. He like sent me videos and like really talked to me about like how to use my front foot. I don't know. Like, I don't know. It was just like, isn't that kind of funny? Like he was all excited. Like I hadn't talked to him in a while, but I had said I was, I had said like I had a softball game and I was terrible and he like called me and was like, talk to me about my swing. He was, a base- he was also a baseball coach. Baseball. Yeah. So anyway, oh, um, that's <laughs> funny. That's awesome. <laughs> Which I think it helped maybe a little bit, <laughs> not a lot. <laughs> All right. You got some, do you got any, I see you've got some papers. Do you yeah. Have any yeah. Questions? Yeah. I do have my I know papers. You've hit me with a couple of questions. Speaking of questions. I've got- um, let's see here. Oh, I just think it's interesting. We've sort of touched on it, but the making disciples versus ongoing discipleship. Yes, yes. And even evaluating in our own following of Jesus, are we developing both? Yes, absolutely. I do think it's important. And so, yeah, we have touched on that, but I agree that like pro- like for you as as listener, like process for yourself, like, okay, where's my like sort of strength, weakness or level of experience and how am I pressing into to that? What do I need to press into a little bit more? I think that like mainly could be a helpful thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, shoot. I was thinking about something else about that and then well, I kind of forgot. Well, I did have I a question based okay, on yeah. that. So, uh, Allison from orange asked this question. Oh boy. So Allison said, uh, no, this one's serious. This is, but, uh, like this is made up. <laughs> if, if you, if the friend you invited to church receives Jesus, uh-huh. <laughs> like on a Sunday yeah, and they ask you like, what do I do now? Yeah. Like, what do you tell them? Like, what do you say? Allison's wondering. <laughs> Allison's wondering. <laughs> well, Allison, thanks for your question. Appreciate um, just your heart with that. Um, yeah, I do think, honestly, what I would love, like, first and foremost, isn't like some special program or mm-hmm. like thing they get into or whatever. It's like, hey, let's meet up and talk every yes. couple weeks about this. You know? Yeah. So, and maybe it's like, let's read, you know, like some portions of the gospels or something together. Yeah. Um, and then that's where I think with that new believer, something like, uh, we have a curriculum here even called following Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's just got like some set conversations mm-hmm. for a new believer. That's really good. Um, that's where, and then if there's other, other ones that you like for right. that, great. But like, that's where just like a little bit. And sometimes what you can do is you can take some of those like curriculums and if it's like you know what that would just be so weird for us to be going through a book it's just right. not normal um it, with that certain friendship um some people want that and that's good but it's like just kind of read that yourself and have like a couple questions in your head that you yeah. could you could know you could talk through or a couple passages to look at yeah. something like that i don't know what do you think yeah that's great i i would just encourage even all of us whether you go to calvary or you're just listening in you're a part of another faith community um let's make it let's normalize just talking about our experiences with the yes. larger gathering. 
And so after, and, and not just, did you like the sermon? Uh, right, it was kind of boring. Right, Don't right. was up. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> Don't was up. But, um, but more of just like a, less of evaluation and more of like, mm-hmm. okay, what are you going to do with what you just heard? Or what did that make you think about? What mm-hmm. was God kind of showing you, encouraging you with? But I'd love for that to be normal in our conversation. Yeah. So you bring a friend, you bring your neighbor to Calvary, so to speak. And after the service, like, what'd you think? And they're like, well, I prayed with that guy. I, I trusted Jesus. You're like, that's awesome. Like yeah, first thing yeah, to celebrate, yeah. like, yeah, no exactly. way. Like, do you know what that means? Like it means you're a new creation. It means that like your sins are nailed to the cross once and for all. You're done. Yeah. They're done. You're free. So like celebrating that, but then being like, um, all right, well, here's the next step. Like, let's talk. Let's like yeah. being a Christian. It's simple, but it's profound. It's deep too. So like, mm-hmm. I'd love to just walk you through that. Uh, the best I can. I'm in my own journey too. Yeah. And so I think what happens though, and I don't want to be like condescending on this, but it's like, first of all, we don't ask our friends. We're like, Oh, I hope something happened. Yeah. And then if we do catch wind, they're like, Oh, I became a Christian. You're like, Oh, when? Okay. That's cool. Oh, yeah. you should go talk to the pastor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like, so it becomes like, <laughs> talk to the professional. Cause I don't know what to do next. Right. But I don't know. I mean, yeah, there's times to call in a swim instructor when you're learning to swim, mm-hmm. but if you know how to swim, you can also yeah. help somebody. Absolutely. And we 100% kind of the point of this whole thing is that you can do this. Right. We want you to know you yes. can do this. Totally. And so like, that's, that's what we want people to understand. So we're always happy to talk to people. Yep. But maybe that's like an also. Yeah. And, or, or it's a, it's a later, you know, yep. um, we'll come in and just like fix all the mistakes you made. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I know. All right. No, but yeah, we we want you to do it because we believe you can do it. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, okay. I think we need to transition into yep. some listener questions. Let's do it. I got one too. Uh, I feel like you're <laughs> suspicious. <laughs> Allison asked a great question. I was just passing it on. Do you want to do one of your questions first? No, you, you can to... do one of yours. I already done one. All right. All right. We'll we'll start. We'll start with a sponsorship. Oh, really? Yes. We got a sponsorship Olu? sponsorship Tuition? offer. No, we have not yet heard from Olu. Okay. They o- might they might not listen to this podcast. We could yeah, we could use a couple maybe <laughs> podcast listeners because I also know my wife is in administration now at Olu <laughs> and does not listen to the podcast. <laughs> so we need another we need another in at yeah. Olu. Yeah, who can who can help? maybe Eric Borba, maybe uh <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know, would Tony Jones, uh, Joey Jones, would they have Joey some insight? Tony does not work yeah, there any longer. Okay. Um, he, he got um, just completely fired. No, he didn't. <laughs> he true. didn't. He chose to go to a different career. Okay, what's um, your question? Okay, so this is from Keely. Uh, Keely Hall. She says, I've got a sponsorship for the pod. Your okay. local public library. Yes, Keely. We've mentioned this before, and she says, it's summer. Your public library has summer reading and wonderful programs for all ages. And, of course, like Matt mentioned, California State Park passes. Not true. <laughs> Whoa, what? Keely, I went into Orange Public Library last Friday. No passes available. They're all checked out. Oh. I called Tustin, all checked out. I called <laughs> Santa Ana, all checked out. Bro, we're going to have to edit this because I've got, <laughs> you got to wait till we hear the rest of this. Email. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, keep going, Keely. Keep, keep going. She says, so go check out your public library and see all they have to offer. And then she like references an Instagram reel that I have not clicked on yet, but um, about California State Park passes. Yes. And while all the free resources at your public library should be enough, I'll provide Matt and Eric with a little something for this sponsorship of what? the pod. Yeah. What? So, but now you've, I think, Keely, 
just Keely, FYI. take me back. Just Keely, me. take me back. Just me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, she said, this is my staff in the mobile library branch I oversee, which That's includes awesome. a book mobile um, steam van and circulating steam kits, which are oh, like, cool. like STEM steam. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, pretty cool. Yeah, the local public library, sponsored yeah. by the local public library. Keely, take me back. I <laughs> actually have a really rad job, and Dones are a huge fan. We've been to the public library many times this summer, grabbing books for all the kids. It's been wonderful. But we do demand payment, <laughs> uh, as we always do for our free advertising. Yes. Um, or our not free, I guess. We demand payment. So. <laughs> okay, uh, side note on this. So we didn't get the park pass on Friday. We we're heading okay. to um, Doheny State oh, Beach. I was at Doheny on Friday. Oh, you were? Yeah. Whoa. I know. I have a pass, though. I have, oh, an, I have an annual pass. Sad. We go a lot. Okay. So <laughs> we diverted from Doheny because we didn't get the pass. Okay. And we went to Monarch Beach, um, which is past, well, it's where Montage Hotel is, like in front of that. Is that uh, called Monarch? No, 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 that's a little farther north. Okay. Whatever that Monarch. beach is in front that's of. That's Aliso. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So we that's pulled... where the pier is that I used to. It's gone now, but that's the pier I jumped oh, off really? of and got chased by the cops. <laughs> oh yes. The... <laughs> okay, so I'll make the story quick. No, no. But um, the car... we're waiting for parking. A ton of people down there on Friday, yeah. and a car pulled out. We're the next one in line, and a lady goes, "Nope, nope, nope." And I go, "What?" She goes, "I'm saving this spot. My son's behind you." No, and I'm that's like, not "You can't okay. do that. You no. can't do that." So I roll down the window. She's like, "Nope, nope, nope," and I'm like, "You." No, you can't do that. You can't save a yeah. spot with a human. Yes. It's like car has priority. She's like, no, no, no. My son's right behind you. And I'm like, no. Exactly. He's behind you. And the kids oh. were laughing so hard. They're like, we've never seen dad get like exercise kind of like this. Yeah. <laughs> but there's a rule to this. Yes, but I agree. then I felt bad and I just passed it. Oh, it's so hard. It's so hard what to do. Because like if you just kept pulling in, then you're going to cause you're the jerk. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. But I agree that that lady was definitely in the wrong. Yes. You guys can write in podcast at calvarylife.org if you think that lady was wrong. Can humans save parking places? I know. You could try. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. guess she accomplished it. Yes, she did. She got it. <laughs> but yeah. Keely, thank you. Yeah. I'm a little confused by how you went from, you were going to go to Doheny and then you ended up at Aliso because you cannot surf at Aliso. True. So you did you have boards in the car and you just decided to That's abort a, a from much longer story that oh, okay. involved two of my children being very angry. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, understandably so. Yeah. So okay, I'm with you, kids. I'll talk. <laughs> I'll talk to your dad about how that was a bad choice. <laughs> totally. Okay. Uh, this, okay. This one I don't know if I'm able to answer. I need your I need oh, your help. Boy. Wow. Catherine uh, Winovich. Uh, okay. So later in the podcast, you answered the part about jars, which is real. She said J A R S, which is really J A A R S, yeah. which she's right. Jungle aviation and radio service. Mm -hmm. um, and then, but could you please let me know what salt means? S A L T. Is that like a part of, um, hmm. a part of of Wycliffe? Not that I'm aware of. So yeah, we but, might need. But some... obviously, Catherine, you've come across it, so. In missions, or is it maybe maybe there's a church called Salt Church in Huntington Beach? I don't know if that's it. I know, I know, I know. There is something called the Salt Project, which is scripture application and leadership training. Okay, maybe that's it. Um, scripture application and leadership training, but I actually don't know. Yeah, about you've stumped the pastors. Good job, Catherine. Salt, yeah, yeah, um, but. Uh, anyway, we'll look know. it up or if you find it, Catherine, let us know. Or if another pot of another 
listener know something about it. We're always open to that. Salt is a very common term in like ministry titles, like being salt and light. And then people like Matthew five. Yeah. People want to make like a, um, an acronym out of it yeah. or whatever. So yeah, there was tons of high school youth groups yeah. named salt when I <laughs> yeah, was exactly. like growing up. And actually I added uh, our leadership team, uh, in the high school ministry out here at Calvary was called the salt team. Oh yeah. Like student, something. student I don't know, leadership team. I don't know what I made the A <laughs> <laughs> student adult leadership team. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Okay. okay I have a question your... from Frank from Irvine. Oh boy. So Frank from Irvine. When you asks, say from a city, it's just instantly. I know this is a lie. <laughs> Okay, but go ahead. He says, do either of you still go to the movies at the movie theater? Ooh. And if you do, what's the last movie you actually saw in the theater? All right. So this is, I am like wanting to go Barbie. to Barbie. I am. <laughs> do you hear me? Was I? Okay. I actually, that actually seems potentially interesting to me. I don't know if it's going to be inappropriate or not, but the, the take that they're, it's like, they're doing like a more, like, it's like a take on this. It's not, oh, just it is. A, it's not just like a little kid's Barbie movie. Oh, I thought that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. Okay. okay um, sorry. I although I've off. also seen, I've seen all of those with my two daughters when they were little, there's a ton of Barbie You're movies good I've seen. Um, so no, no, no. But like, I've been wanting to go to theaters cause I want to go see the new Indiana Jones movie. Yes. And I also want to see. Uh, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, yes. part one. Um, so I want to see a couple of these movies that are more, those seem like the kind of movies you would see in the theater. In a big screen. Because I feel like now in the streaming era, the theater for me is for like a big action or big pro- right. like visual production of some sort. You don't go see a people in rooms talking movie. Right. You know? Or a comedy <laughs> or something like yeah, that. Not yeah. As, yeah, not as much, even though, like, I don't know. So... But I'm like getting more open, but then I keep struggling with like just finding a time to go to yeah. the like to go do the whole thing, to go to the theater. Right. This is gonna be crazy, but I think the last movie I saw in the theater, you ready for it? Uh-huh. Top Gun Maverick last summer. <laughs> Top Gun Maverick yes. last summer. Was that that was two summers ago, wasn't it? No, that was last summer. Was it last summer? Yeah. Okay. What about you? Wow. What was the last movie you saw in the theater? Yeah, I mean, prices have gone up so much, right? Like, you remember, like, a matinee would be, like, $4 back in the day. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I've got, like, a stack of gift cards. That I just unused, oh, really? Unused gift cards, yeah. I mean, you can go to Costco. Sometimes you get deals, right? Yeah, that's true. You can do that, I think. Huh. Yeah. Maybe we should give away some of your movie theater gift cards. <laughs> yeah. For anyone that emails. <laughs> if we read your email on, on the air, we'll consider giving you... Matt, I love Matt is saying, we'll consider giving away your gift cards. <laughs> well, you haven't gone since last summer. There's nothing to lose. Yeah, but I'm getting excited. All right. So, uh, yeah, theaters have gotten more expensive and it just feels a little bit more crowded and sticky and it's yeah, like, it's gross. Yeah. be at your house. But ironically, the last movie I saw in the theaters was Top Gun Maverick. Whoa. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I am for sure going to see Dune 2 in the theaters, no matter what. <laughs> this is my Nerdatron. Ryan Rail, Ryan Rail and I have already talked about how we're going to go see um, like a thing where you go to the first one, uh-huh. and then that leads straight into the second one. <laughs> When's that come out? It comes out in November. I can't wait. Oh, boy. Yeah. It's that's just amazing. sci-fi nerd happiness. Oh, that's great. I'm, <laughs> I'm thrilled for you. Uh, is there a movie you're wanting to see in the theater? Um, definitely interested in one of those, the Indiana Jones, um, and the mission Impossible. And mission impossible for sure. And then, um, what's the movie that is kind of getting some buzz actually Oppenheimer? Uh, no, no, it beat, um, Indiana Jones on opening weekend and it's got kind of a faith based theme cause it's from, 
um, the oh, angel vid people. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, it's gonna come to me in just a minute. I've seen a ton of ads for that, and somebody else asked me about this. All of you are gonna are yelling at the <laughs> at your phones right so, now. Something about uh, sacrifice or something. I don't remember. Uh, it'll yeah, come it's to fine. Me. Yeah, you guys all hate us right now. Sound of freedom. Sound of freedom. Sound of freedom. Yeah, that's it. That's what Jim Caviezel. Yeah, that's looks, right. It looks intense. It looks, it's not like a movie you go to that's like, oh, this is going to be a feel good. It, it seems intense. Yeah, see, Matt's just, Matt did this whole topic so that he could make me say, I want to go see Indiana Jones. He'd be like, go see no. the new Christian movie. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. Not. Oh, I'm man. Not. He's going to go there listening to Michael W. Smith, and it's going to be great. <laughs> friends are friends. Go west, young man. When you go to Lamu. <laughs> remember that song was so yes, weird. I was, was like, really what is weird. happening? Yeah. Far away. Um, all right. This one is from Greg Angier. It's okay. a would you rather. And it okay. has one for you and one for me. Okay. Eric, would you rather never listen to you 2 again mm-hmm. or never put up another Christmas light? Whoa. My two. He's trying to That's bring your two options. Loves. Yeah. So it's actually a really easy answer for me. It's just never put up another Christmas light. I'd way rather listen to you. YouTube ranks like millions of miles above Christmas lights. Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Straight up, just boom. Easy answer. Easy done. answer. Plus, like Christmas lights are kind of a lot of work. I'm getting old, man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great. All right. Now, this Matt, would you? This is. I, it's got to be like an Oakland A's uh, question. So it's got it's it's got some of that, but this is gonna be so good. <laughs> Matt, would you rather be trained by Eric and complete a marathon? <laughs> I'd like to change that to triathlon, but mm-hmm. would you rather be trained by Eric and complete a marathon or become a diehard Las Vegas A's fan? <laughs> Two horrible things. <laughs> no, for, for sure. I'd much rather be trained by you yes. run a marathon than root for the Las Vegas A's. I cannot leave my Bay Area allegiances uh, in any form or fashion. Um, and actually, I'm running uh, 10K. Oh, in a nice. couple weekends uh, up in Santa Cruz. Oh, Santa Cruz. It's the wharf to wharf. Um, so I'm hoping to parlay that, like a little kind of appetizer. Keep the fitness going. Parlay that to start running more. So you might have seen me going about 11, 12-minute miles on Jamboree on Saturday. Jamboree? Uh, sludging up Jamboree. Why? Uh, Why were you over there? So one of my kids had a, a baseball game, uh, and so they have to be there like an hour and a half early. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to use this to run. So I started running. Jamboree's uphill. I don't know if you've realized that. I, I have run like up Jamboree and I have run up. Uh, I've biked up Jamboree all yes. the way to the, to the top. top. Ooh, I've, n- I've never done that. I went to like the f- uh, fire authority area. Oh, yeah, that's good. And then turned around. That's like Portola, basically. Just yeah. like a little past Portola. Yeah. Starting down at that. What's it like Robinson uh-huh, Park or uh-huh. something like that? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Good job. I did a little. I did a good little run this morning too. I, I started doing some interval work this oh, morning. Oh, nice! I mean, like so six sprints, like six four hundreds with with four hundred rests. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Just on the street, like quarter miles, uh-huh. and then with a half mile warm up, warm down. Uh, so anyway, I'm trying to like get back a little bit more serious. That's awesome. I know. So maybe we could do something. Let's we could do, do it. Something. Let's do it. I am wanting to just and do a half marathon. Is what I want to do next. The, the asker of this question is a hardcore runner, Greg Angier. He lives in my neighborhood. And I, I see him just running miles and miles every week. And he's like naturally gifted. He made me mad because he would like talk about like, oh, I just went running for like two weeks and I ran like a seven minute. <laughs> no, I don't know. It wasn't maybe that fast, totally. but it was just like, yeah, he did really good. So totally. yeah, good job, Greg. So we love you, Greg. Um, I got one more topic unless you have any more questions. Oh, no, hit me. 
uh, child dedications. I feel like we're on a great run right <laughs> now. Are, Such dude. sweet families that we've gotten Amazing, to yeah. um, pray right. with and celebrate as a church. Yeah. One of my favorite moments that we get to do on Sundays. <laughs> but we're on a sweet run of <laughs> kids who get up there and are very excited to be up there. Yeah, it's like runaway bride, <laughs> like runaway <laughs> runaway baby. <laughs> <laughs> with the Slaters and then with the Knights this yes. weekend, yeah, we had yes. we've had some runaway baby situations, right. which is good. I know it's fun, um, but yeah, this Sunday was really fun. We, Peebles were up there too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then like just kind of like I'm like, just let's come up here. Let's go. <laughs> Little baby wanted to like step off the edge of the stage, <laughs> and then uh, uh, it was funny. I guess it wasn't like when I keep saying little baby, people are like weren't there like picturing like some infant that was crawling, to run, run around. But yeah, yeah it was like a. I forget Toddler. how old it's called. Yeah. yeah, like a year old or something. Yeah. Um, I think it's great. And you did a good job fun, just yeah. disarming. Like, hey, this is a family moment. We're not yeah. trying to like be all formal up here. And I tell people that too beforehand. Like, because I was so glad I did even with with um, with the Knight family this weekend because I was just beforehand like, hey, just so you know, like it's, it's probably going to go wrong in some way <laughs> of what you think this is going to be, you know? <laughs> like any, anything can happen with kids on stage and it's, yep. and it's all fine. And, and yeah. And I'm blown away by our parents who are able to put together a solid thought. <laughs> I know. Kids are running around. I know. I was like, I don't know. It was wild. That was amazing. I was just like looking at, at Brian, the dad and just feel like, I don't know how, I don't know how you're talking right now. I'm super, just, I'm, I'm having, I just need to be focused to listen to what he was saying. Um, but it was like really good. So yeah, you're right. Those are fun moments. Those I agree. Great. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're in the go fish series. Yes. Uh, excited for this Sunday on the, I will make you, mm-hmm. um, where that is Jesus saying, I will make you. It's pretty cool. Like to mm-hmm. think about that. And then, uh, we'll hear from Brian Smith on mm-hmm. that this Sunday. Mm-hmm. And, um, we'll hopefully we'll have to try and get him on the pod for next week. Let's do it too. Uh, just be able to talk that through with him a little bit and, um, he'll, I'm sure he'll have some interesting stories as he typically does. Yep. I've heard him already. his adventures. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> good, good. Um, and, and then, yeah, so just, uh, excited for just kind of like summer life here at church. Yes. Summer book club is in full yes. effect. Yes. So, uh, what if Jesus was serious by Sky Jatani? Mm-hmm. Uh, we sold out again of the books that we That's awesome. bought on Sunday. So we've here at Calvary sold 150 of them mm-hmm. and then just, you can buy it at any, wherever you buy. Yeah, I think it's fun books. for a bunch of us all to be reading the same book. Yeah. I'm not agree with every single thing but it's just fun to be like talking yeah. through it wrestling with it yeah absolutely it's great um and i think that's even a good less like a good sort of lesson for all of us to learn is how do you read things that and like recognize like have some discernment about there might be parts of it i don't totally agree with sure or so to understand or, for yeah. you what was, were the parts of god joy that you disagreed with um <laughs> Probably the dedication, because I think I should have been one of the people. The Not book my was wife. Dedicated. <laughs> <laughs> or at least the acknowledgments. I didn't list you in the acknowledgments at no, all. Huh? Yeah, no, I, that's the first thing I went through. I got the book. <laughs> went immediately to dedication. No, not there. Okay, got to be in the acknowledgments. Where? Oh, in okay. what way did you think you helped me with God joy that I should have acknowledged? Discipleship. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, no, it's amazing. Yes, you're right. I apologize for that. I'm, I was in the wrong. So It's okay. Next book. Next book. I'll look for, I'll look for my name in there. All right. Please email us with your questions. Yep. Both like, would you rather's like Greg did, or if you're confused about something, we'll try and clear up this whole salt situation for Catherine. Thanks um, for the sponsorship for uh, yes. the public libraries. Thank you to the Orange County Public Library System. We uh, 
little little mix of church and state here and uh, as long as you pay us we're fine with it but (laughs) (laughs) no but uh yeah so thank you so much thank you matt doan and thank you for listening to the calvary life podcast Thanks again for listening to the Calvary Life Podcast. If you'd like to share any of your thoughts, please reach out to us at podcast at calvarylife.org. You can find out more about the show on Instagram at Calvary Life or on our website at calvarylife.org slash podcast.